Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Team Talk. We are so elated that you have decided to come back and join us once again. We are so thrilled to be able to give our community more information and, and practical tools for their relationship to become a better team. We're going to equip you, empower you, and then you can do what you need to do for your relationship. So today we are going to be discussing what we call DCI peeled back yes dci yes what is dci i don't think they know but we're gonna have to tell them we got to peel that onion back yeah we're gonna peel that right. onion back right. so come on get your tools get your pen your paper your ipad whatever you use to take notes because we are getting ready to dive in and give you some principles that i know is going to be very valuable for your relationship so mr b let's go so you're asking, what is DCI? What are y'all talking about? Mm -hmm. DCI is destructive, constructive, and instructive criticism. That's right. DCI, destructive, constructive, instructive. We're going to break down yep. the, the one that you, type of criticism that you do not need to have in your relationships. But then we're going to highlight and dig a little deeper into the two that is going to be beneficial for your relationships. Yes, yeah, so we're going to start with the definition of destructive. So destructive criticism, of course, everybody knows it is something that is of a negative yes. connotation to it. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't have anything good to, to it anyway, but it's a negative thing that we have a tendency as couples to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. One, it brings about harm for the individual in the relationship. It also undermines them. And then it offends them in a vague and nonspecific way. They're probably wondering, what do I mean by that, right? In layman's terms, you want to break it down? In layman's way. terms? It is very judgmental. Mm -hmm. It's fault-finding. It destroys the self-esteem mm -hmm. of your mate. Oftentimes, we, we use destructive criticism. Um, we're not offering any suggestions. Right. We're not offering any help. All we're doing is demonetizing. I don't know if that's even a word there. You made it up. Yeah, <laughs> but we're we're, we're um, eliminating the thought process or the perspective that our mate had. Okay, so I'll break it down even more so yes. in layman's terms. <laughs> I'll use for an example. If I called you stupid or said, Roderick, doggone it, that situation that you made a decision on was the most dumbest thing that you ever did. You effed up again. You fault find it. Okay, hold on. I actually looked at more of your personal attributes more so than your action. True, but you are finding fault. That's yes. the whole portion of the de destructive criticism. You're finding fault. You're not giving any good kudos to what they did. You're just saying that was wrong. That was dumb. That was the you had no thought process in what you just did. So basically, you're telling me that we went into just quickly untreaded related territory because that had nothing to do with you per se. It could still have everything to do with the mm, individual, I was wondering if but the whole that. portion of it is I, like you just said, you saw something that I just did. I just got finished. Let's say, for instance, I put up a picture on the wall. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I did not take the time to do like I would normally probably do measure it out. And I just harp hastily put it up there. And in doing so, I bashed a hole in the wall. 
And oh, here you come God. around the corner, you know, <laughs> you say, well, that's good. You know, you just criticize. Or, well, if you would have took your time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would have said. <laughs> so, so sometimes destructive criticism can also have a little uh, uh, cynical. That? Cynicalness, cynicism, cynicism uh-huh. inside of there, uh-huh. and uh, sarcasm. V- much sarcasm, much mm-hmm. sarcasm. Yeah. Well, help me, Rem- Jesus. Remember, you 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 you're not building up the esteem of the your other uh, your mate. You're, right. You're diminishing their self esteem because you are coming at them. It's not helpful. So we're actually going against the very thing that God has called us as husbands and wives to do is to help build one another up. So destructive criticism does not do anything. No, it's not edifying at all. Not edifying. It's nothing that beneficial for either one of you to get out of it. You may feel it was beneficial you know, as the giver, because you're, you're, you're getting it off your chest, getting off your <laughs> chest, or you're saying what you really thought about in the moment. But, and we'll talk about this a little bit later on in the session. Sometimes it's about timing. Yeah. Don't, don't hold up. Yeah. Don't yeah go I'm not going to jump into it. I'm not going to jump into it, but we'll, we'll hit it, later. Dis- we want to really <clears throat> emphasize on the destructive criticism because as couples, excuse me, not couples, but coaches, we see and hear a lot of this destructive criticism that goes on between couples. Mm -hmm. And so this is an area where we believe that couples really need to dig and dive into deeper so they can take away these characteristics to be able to have a better relationship. Yes. So I really want to hone in on that because there's something you just said about emotions because our emotions, depending on how and where they are at that time, it dictates whether they get constructive criticism or destructive criticism. Where you're at in your life, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be even more specific, where you're at in your walk with God. The way you value yourself as an individual oh, come on now. will dictate how you value your mate. If you highly esteem and value yourself, yes. you're going to give your mate wonderful words. Oh, you, yeah. Even if it's something that needs to uh, uh, be a check for them, you will give them constructive or instructional, which we're going to get into in a minute, criticism. Mm-hmm. You're not giving them damaging. You're not giving them destructive. You're not unedifying them. You're not uh, uh, discouraging them. So mm-hmm. the way you value yourself mm. tells a lot about the type of criticism that you're offering. Not only that, when you value yourself, you also will be careful of how you interpret things when it comes to criticism to your spouse. And what I mean by that is if your spouse has made a mistake. Yes you will have a little bit more compassion towards them instead of being so quick to be judgmental and use destructive criticism. Especially if you've been on the receiving end. Yeah, you will understand been it. been there. Yeah, yeah. Been there several times and even in our own relationship because we ourselves have oh, done a lot of destructive criticism. We treated criti- a lot. Uh, in we treated heavily area. in destructive yes, criticism. Did. Because there were things that we were criticizing each other about that we probably were Still not were satisfied with, with yes. within ourselves. Yes, no, probably we were we not. We were not satisfied mm. with ourselves. So 
oh, that's really good because mm-hmm. when we're not satisfied with ourselves, as you stated earlier, we'll project that onto, your mate. onto our mate and yes. don't even realize it. And we did that quite a bit. Yes. Just going back and forth. Wow. Wow. Mm. Thank God. Jeez. Thank God. Thank goodness. So since we, we, you're hitting it right now, um, some of the dangers of destructive criticism in your relationships. Oh. I want to I touch that real quick. Yeah. Um, we already talked about it, it, it breeds poor marital performance, um, but it also pre- breeds poor marital decisions. When you are on a recipient end of rec- mm-hmm. hearing constant destructive criticism, it may diminish your ability to make decisions. You may be hesitant. Right. And I, you know, I'm not going to speak for you, but you shared that with me as we were preparing for this this lesson. That when I was doing that to you a lot, you know, giving you destructive criticism, all the, you know, and and then oh, you jacked up my uh, self esteem. And it, did it jack up your decision making? Yes, because a lot of my decision making at that time, mind you, this was years ago, was really predicated upon the destructive criticism that you gave me. And I'll use for an example, if you constantly gave me that type of criticism, it made me decide, okay, forget this crap. I'm going to go over here and have conversations with other persons that is going to treat me more valuable than I'm being treated at home. Treat you more valuable. Yes. Wow. So the dist- you can you can sometimes get so into a pattern and cycle of destructive criticism because that's all you know and thinking that you're really loving on your spouse what actually you're pushing your spouse mm. away. Wow, wow. So it, it increased the stress level in the oh, yes. relationship dynamic. It increased the stress level and it destroyed bit by bit just tacking mm-hmm. at the lack of trust that I had. You said a key thing that, that attacking. It makes it, you felt attacked. Yeah. I made you feel attacked. Uh, it's insufficient as well as angry. Oh, I was very angry. Yeah. And, and it's something because for me, many people look at me and say, but I, oh my God, I didn't realize that you were like that and this and the other. Yes, I was because I was one of those individuals that internalized my anger, internalized everything, but yet my actions were so opposite. My actions were were, I won't say necessarily opposite. I was internalizing it, but externally, my decisions were actually mirroring my internal issues that mm. I was having, if that makes sense. Wow, yes, it does. So the, the anger, the pain, mm-hmm. the resentment of all the destructive criticism on the inside that I never sometimes spoke about, mm-hmm. I did it in you ways in, in my actions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I receive it <laughs> back twofold because yes. after you, you got to a point, you started giving it back to me. Oh, was I? I was like, I yeah. can't do that. <laughs> anyway, I was doing one of these numbers. Yes, like, yes, I'm going to give Double it back Double barrels loaded. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing that it actually did with the destructive criticism, it definitely impacted our sex life. Yes, it did. How Which it also in the impacted world, the emotional. Yes. portion of our relationship as well as the communication portion reason why we didn't have good communication at all because it was more destructive than it was anything else mm-hmm. and we were like i said going back and forth so much and we talk about it in so many of our 
episodes. And we do that because we want people to understand we do not want you all to go through the same cycles that we went through and take as long as we took to get out of those cycles. This is why God placed upon our hearts to help other couples so you don't have to walk that same life and get out of it. If you're in it, get out of it. And if you're engaged, make sure that when you walk into another, into a relationship and you bring somebody into your life, that these are areas that you do not impact them negatively. Right. Recognize them while you're only dating. Recognize it while you're engaged, you're courting. Yes. And address it, deal with it, confront yes. it. Yes. That's something that we do with when we uh, have our premarital sessions with folks. We identify these uh, red flags and Ooh, we help them flags. find a way to, to talk about it mm-hmm. and get resolution on it. Yeah. And the other area that destructive criticism does not work in, you thinking that destructive criticism is going to change the behavior of your spouse. Mm-mm. It does not do that. It makes it worse. Yeah, more damaging. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the individual could walk away and you're just left to wonder why. The individual could just choose to go off in anger. Mm-hmm. And anger can show up in so many oh, so shapes many forms, and yes. forms. And so... Retaliation. Reta- oh, my goodness. <laughs> we ain't even went there. Retaliation. She Retali- messed up a, a good plate of grits, y'all. One time she retaliated oh, on me. Oh, yes, I did. Because I gave her some destructive criticism came back into the apartment, getting ready to eat my grits that I just made, and a whole gangload of salt was I in just them. Sh- I mean, too, so salty, yes, I, I, couldn't did. Even, I couldn't eat them. A good plate of grits. I sure did, simply because of what you said. That was the reaction you got from me. So I was like, oh, he is going to pay for what he said Trying to give to me, me high blood pressure. Well, anyway, yes, <laughs> at that particular time. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Constructive. Constructive criticism. This is a building up. Yep. This is an edifying type of criticism. This is a criticism that you want to operate in more times than not in your relationship mm-hmm. because you want to be constantly building and edifying your, your mate, your spouse. Yeah. It puts you in a place of offering a different perspective. Not only offering a different perspective, but it allows you as a spouse to show a level of respect for your other spouse's feelings. I like the intention, intention for offering help for improvement, intention for offering help for improvement. I had to say that a second time. And support. Yes. Because in a team, you take one another's advice. Mm -hmm. You support one another in the team. Mm -hmm. Because you have the same objective. Yes. And in our objective, in the team, we want to win. We want to be the best individually and collectively. So constructive criticism will do just that. Yes. But you as an individual have to be opened mm-hmm. to the constructive criticism. And I like that you brought that out with the analogy of the team. Mm-hmm. Because using that from a sports uh, uh, arena... If a player, and I don't care how talented you are, you can be the best player on the field. But yeah. if the coach comes and offers you another perspective, like you just said, mm-hmm. you have to be willing to take it in. Now, if you're willing to take it in, it'll help you improve your game. 
It'll help Big you improve time. a move. It'll help you improve your performance. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yes, it That's is. That's real good. It's a win-win. Yes. If we're operating in constructive criticism yes. and open to the constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And constructive criticism does not pass judgment. No, it doesn't. It leads to, uh, it doesn't pass judgment, but it leads to growth and an evolving yes. of the individual. Growth and evolving. Progression. Forward progression. Yes, progression. That is what you always want to experience in your relationship. If your relationship is not going anywhere, you have to question yourself and your spouse. Do we have a vision? Where are we going? Mm. What are we doing? And that's why we call this ministry Marriage Evolves. Because where it should be constantly progressing. Yes. And in progressing, you're constantly evolving, constantly improving your communication, you, mm-hmm. your way of uh, expressing yourself verbally, non-verbally. The way you think. Yes. We need thinking people in relationships. Because mm-hmm. thinking people produce thinking children. Ooh, come on now. Now, you, you touched on something right there when you say thinking people produce thinking children. Yeah. Because what we're talking about right now, the way you communicate in your relationship, mm-hmm. for those of you who already have kids or for those of you when you get married, you're going to have yeah. kids, your way of communicating is a prime example of what your children mm-hmm. are watching and learning from. So as they get older, mm-hmm. you ask, well, where did they get that from? You know exactly where they got it from. Exactly. They observed it from you and your spouse, how y'all got along, how y'all communicated. Would they say the apple does not fall too far from the tree? No, because we're the first teachers at home. Yes, we are. So if you want to leave a better legacy, if you want to leave a better footprint and imprint on the minds and the hearts of your children, yes, I don't care what age level they are at, Yep. provide the best source of teaching to them. Provide the best source of an yes. example to them in how you communicate. Well, let's kind of deviate just a little bit. And if you haven't been the best example for your children, there is always room for anybody to change and to grow. It's not a bad thing when you apologize to your spouse or even to your children if you have not been the best example. What we need to do in relationships is humble ourselves. Humble ourselves to the point to say, I wasn't the best. I only was doing what I knew at that particular time. But when you know to do good, and you don't do good. The book says that's sin. That is sinful. Exactly. Even in relationships. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to even go no further than that because we can go into a whole nother subject when it comes to that. But since but, you brought that in there. But this is constructive yes. criticism. But since you brought that portion up mm-hmm. in, that's a great segue into the next one, which is instructive criticism. Ooh. So in instructive criticism, just like it says, you are adding knowledge Mm-hmm. to what your spouse already knows. So you're telling me that because if I know something, mm-hmm. all you're doing, let me kind of take this a different direction. I already know how to do hair mm-hmm. and how to do finger waves and all of that because I went to school to do all of that. But if you come and say, well, babe, why don't you try it this way? Because it might be more efficient and effective if you use this certain product 
And if you do it this way, because your arm gets a certain way when you do it. And I'm looking at you like, babe, wait a minute. You don't know nothing about no hair. You haven't done a finger wave in your lifetime. I am just basically tearing down the ideas of your instructive criticism to help me do better at what I believe I can do good in already. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Because remember, like you said earlier, you have to be willing. Mm. You have to be willing to accept the information that's being offered to you. Even if I'm a pro in that area. Even if you're a pro in that area. Just like I gave the example earlier, you can be the best player on the team. You can be an all-pro player. Mm, but when the coach good. gives you some instruction or that's if he gives good. you some corrective, uh, constructive criticism, it's up to you to accept it. That's going to help you that's be good. that much better. And just like we were just saying in a minute ago, in the instructive portion, all you're doing is adding. You got the knowledge. Mm. Just adding some more, more insight to what you already have. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm I, and, and I'm not just adding inf you know, more insight. I'm I'm giving explicit instructions to you mm -hmm. on how to implement it. Hold on a second. Well, and I'm just thinking about this in my head because I'm very uh, vi visual when it comes to certain things. I can just visualize some particular women or men saying, "Well, how in the world can you come and instruct me when you haven't done it your doggone self?" Or either you haven't made the best decisions in this relationship either. Mm -hmm. You instructed me on what? That last part you just said. You haven't made the best decisions mm -hmm. either. To kind of battle going back into that destruction portion. But I want to just stay there right there. Um, you haven't made the best decisions either. Okay, fine. That may be true. However, at this juncture right now, at this moment, mm -hmm. I see what it is that you're working on, what you're doing, and I have additional information I want to offer you yeah. that's going to help you do it even better. That's good. Granted, my track record ain't been the greatest, but I believe that what I have to offer you right now is going to help give you over the top mm -hmm. for what you're doing. Because I value you. I value you yes. and I want to see you grow as an individual, even though I may not do the best at this thing, mm -hmm. but I want to see the best yes. out of my teammate, exactly. which is you. I want to, you basically, you want, you want to offer positive reinforcement to your, mm -hmm. to your mate, you know, and who does not want to welcome positive reinforcement? Cause granted, we can always have moments that we, we can do things, we can make decisions, but every now and again it's good to have positive reinforcement. I agree. It's good to have that attaboy. It's good to have that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that edifying word coming from your, your, your spouse. So I'm going to be a little bit of a devil's advocate right here, and I'm not trying to be on the devil's side, but I'm going to be the advocate on this one. What if somebody is out there that says, well, my spouse's corrective criticism you mean constructive constructive mm -hmm. criticism excuse me sounds just as much as destructive criticism well i would say ask yourself the question or is it edifying or is it building you up you're seeing how it sounds it may be their delivery mm -hmm. okay yeah listen to what's being said not so much how it may be said if it's edifying you and building you up, then right. you know it's not destructive. 
but it sounds the same to me. Is it? I get you. But the reason why I say it sounds the same to me, because somewhere, something or someone said something to me that made me feel insecure. So now any type of instructive or constructive criticism brings me back to that point. But once again, and I have to stay here, is it building you up? Mm-hmm. Is it offering reinforcement? Is it positive information that's being given to you? Right, right. I got you. I got you. I'm just trying to hit all avenues I, and I cover every area because we've seen it yes. with various couples that we have counseled over the years. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to just think it's one way when it could be another way. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to the destructive criticism, if it is abusive in any kind of way, mentally, physically, or emotionally, you doggone well better get yourself up out of there. Yes. We don't want to play around with we that We don't play all. around with no, that stuff. No, not at all. But if it's like my husband said, something that is going to build you and make you a better person, Let's all do better because if we know to do better and we don't do better, that's a problem. Yes, it is. And it's not a good thing because God says we ought to do better when we learn better. If you think about it in this aspect as well, and just to go along with with the the point that you were making, Jesus was talking to uh, the Pharisees and they were coming at him like they always did, trying to, you know, bring up some stuff to try to get him at a Mm -hmm. fault. And he had to explain to them, it's not what goes in a person that defiles them is what comes out. Let me say that one more time. It's not what goes in a person that defiles you. It's not what you eat. It's not all these different things. It's what comes out because what comes out of the mouth flows from the belly, flows from the heart. Okay, so now you got me um, thinking about something else where it says life and death is in the power in of, your, the tongue. Power of yes. your tongue. Do we? Need, do so, I need to bring out the book? Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, let me Hold go. on a second. Go ahead. You, you Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Yes. So that means you have to take self accountability mm-hmm. for those darts that you have thrown out that in turn ended up hurting not just you, but your whole team. Yes. So that means you have to be willing to look at yourself. We always talk about this because you can't blame the other person for your reaction. You have to look at it from your own eyes. Yes. So I just want to hit it up because we bring it out. Oh, Matthew boy. 15, 11. That's what we were just talking about. It's not what goes in a person, mm. but what comes out that defiles him. And then you were just talking about life and death being in the power of the tongue. And I want to say that's in James, but are we going to bring it up real quick here? And that that one, is so good. Yes, it is. It is because our words, whether we realize it or not, builds life or destroys. God gave us the same ability that He has when He created us, human mm-hmm. beings. Mm-hmm. He gave us the same. But when He blew His Spirit into us, He gave us the same ability to speak life. That's why it's it's, it's really important. It's important that we're careful with our words, mm-hmm. thinking before yeah. you speak, and really allowing yourself to say, okay, if what I have to say, not only is it important, 
But am I doing this to help somebody or am I just doing it because I just want to get it off my chest what I want to say? Or just randomly talking. Yes. And then the other portion of it is we have to understand, too, sometimes it's, it's not the right time. It doesn't matter if it even is the right thing to say. It may not be the right time to say it. That's a whole nother thing. Yes, it is. Because we got to be mindful of the timing. Yes. Because you could, you could b- bring about destructive criticism mm-hmm. at a time where your spouse is feeling at their lowest mm-hmm. and can lead to another action that you will regret. Whether that could be divorce, leaving your behind, separation, them hurting themselves because there are people out here hurting themselves in various ways because of words that people have said to them or either because of what their spouse has said or done to them. Yes. That that right there is so valuable. And yes, if you are a person who has always been uncontrollable with your tongue you can learn how to discipline your tongue in a manner that is more uh, constructive for yourself and your relationship. Mm -hmm. You can always change. Just like our weather changes, we can change. Just like you change your child's diaper because they got poop all over them. <laughs> that's, and that's, well, you're giving me some good analogies. Because I'm telling you. You, you want to get rid of that stink. If you, you want to get rid of that because it's uncomfortable uncomfortable for your child. It's uncomfortable for you to smell it. It's uncomfortable, but yet you take the time because you see the need there to change that yes. diaper. So that baby stop the, crying, so, so they be comfortable. Yes. That's right. So they can be more comfortable. Why don't we take that same care when it comes to our spouse? Mm. Mm. That's a good one. Changing that diaper. Getting rid of all yes. that external mess. Yes. Mm. And you're so careful with it. You get the, And you're singing when you're doing it, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look at you, baby. Take it. Look at the little baby. And, get it, and then taking the wipe and wiping their butt off mm. and everything. Yes. But do we take that same care to wipe that mess from our spouse? Mm. Do we do that? Mm. With constructive, instructive criticism, or are we constantly being destructive, criticizing? So I just wanted to circle back real quick before I forget the scripture because you brought it out about life and death being in the power of tongue. And I, I found it here in uh, Proverbs 18.21. The tongue can bring death or life. This is the New Living Translation. The tongue can bring death or life. Mm. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Wait a minute. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Yes. Good or, or bad. bad. Yes, yes. That's it. Whether constructive or destructive. Mm-hmm. You're going to reap something. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. I, wow. I don't even know what to say on top of that one. That says it enough. It is. It, it really does. It really does. I mean, once again, if we take the time out to evaluate what we're getting ready to tell our our mate is it going to help them in this situation 
If it's going, is it going to build them up? Is it going to reduce stress in our relationship dynamic? Mm. Then we're going to be con- giving them constructive criticism. We're going to give them something that's going to build and help, not yeah. just them, but also ourselves. The way we view and value ourselves is going to convey in our words. And it's going if to we highly esteem actions. and value ourselves, we want to highly esteem and value our mate. We're going to give them things that's going to constantly help them improve and progress, which is going to help our relationship Mm. improve and progress, which is going to stem off into what our children see. Wait a minute. Now I got one for you. But what if I'm a spouse that does not want my spouse to grow because I like them where they are because I'm comfortable. That's a whole other issue and a whole other session. I'm comfortable with my spouse just where they are, how they treat me, because it has become the norm. No. You got to change that. You got to change that. No, that, 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 that's, that's not a good norm. I that know it's not, not a good, good norm. norm. You should never. You want to be, like Paul says, you want to be content. Learn to be content in whatever situation you're mm-hmm. in, but don't be comfortable because you always should be self-improving. But that's just the way they are. That's just how my husband or my wife is. They always talk to me that way. Or they always do that. That's another session. Right. Yeah, it that's really another is. session. Because I'm sitting there <laughs> thinking, I was like, oh, well, we're going to go over our time. Yes. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we're just going to have to. We're going to press pause on that, that last thing that she said there, y'all. Yes. Yeah. But on that note, yes, yes. we will come back again, possibly for a part two. Yeah. Or either we're going well, just to a whole, to, a whole other session. Yeah, a whole other session. A whole other session, yeah. a whole other subject. Yeah. Okay. But I think today we, we tackled peeling back enough on dealing with destructive, constructive, and destructive criticism. DCI. And, yeah, DCI. And we know, I'm going, I, I was going to say hope, but I we know. That if you listen to this, mm-hmm. this has added to your life. And it's going to help you as you implement it yes. and apply it on a consistent basis. It's going to help you in your way you relate with each other. It's also going to help you in how you respond and react when an individual in your relationship says something to you or acts a certain way. Whether it's constructive or destructive. Because it will determine how you respond. Yes. So let me tell you, my friends, thank you so much for watching another episode of Team Talk. And thank you for watching the rebroadcast. We so enjoyed you this evening. And we want to thank you again for following us on Instagram, Facebook, and our YouTube channel where you can hit that notification button and make sure that you know exactly when we're going live once again or when we have posted a new video just for you. Because we love our community. Yes, we do. You guys we, make us we, feel so we, loved. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the community. Not at That's all. So Not we, at all. Your support means a whole lot to us. Yes. And we thank you. As we always say, we're two hearts. Two hearts, one, one team, team with one, one purpose. purpose.